Section 4 of Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, Volume 3. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Leonard Wilson. Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, Volume 3, Section 4 a contented idler from monsieur poirier's son-in-law by emile auger the party are leaving the dining-room gaston well hector what do you think of it the house is just as you see it now every day in the year do you believe there is a happier man in the world than i duke faith i envy you you reconcile me to marriage antoinette in a low voice to verdelet monsieur de montmeyran is a charming young man verdelet in a low voice he pleases me gaston to poirier who comes in last monsieur poirier i must tell you once for all how much i esteem you don't think i'm ungrateful Poirier. Oh, monsieur. Gaston. Why the devil don't you call me Gaston? And you too, dear monsieur Vedelet. I'm very glad to see you. Antoinette. He is one of the family, Gaston. Gaston. Shake hands, then, uncle. <laughs> Vedelet, aside, giving him his hand. He's not a bad fellow. Gaston agree hector that i've been lucky monsieur poirier i feel guilty you make my life one long fete and never give me a chance in return try to think of something i can do for you poirier very well if that's the way you feel give me a quarter of an hour i should like to have a serious talk with you duke i'll withdraw poirier no stay monsieur we are going to hold a kind of family council neither you nor verdelet will be in the way gaston seduce my dear father-in-law a family council you embarrass me poirier not at all dear gaston let us sit down they seat themselves around the fireplace gaston begin monsieur poirier poirier you say you are happy dear gaston and that is my greatest recompense gaston i'm willing to double your gratification poirier but now that three months have been given to the joys of the honeymoon i think that there has been romance enough and that it's time to think about history gaston you talk like a book certainly we'll think about history if you wish i'm willing poirier uh, what do you intend to do gaston to-day poirier and to-morrow and in the future you must have some idea gaston true my plans are made i expect to do to-day what i did yesterday and to-morrow what i shall do to-day i'm not versatile in spite of my light air 
and if the future is only like the present i'll be satisfied Poirier, but you are too sensible to think that the honeymoon can last for ever gaston too sensible and too good an astronomer but you've probably read heine Poirier, uh, you must have read that Fedley. Fedley, yes i've read him Poirier, perhaps he spent his life at playing truant gaston well heine when he was asked what became of the old full moons said that they were broken up to make the stars Poirier, i don't understand gaston when our honeymoon is old we'll break it up and there'll be enough to make a whole milky way Poirier, that is a clever idea of course gaston its only merit is simplicity Poirier, but seriously don't you think that the idle life you lead may jeopardize the happiness of a young household gaston not at all Vedley, a man of your capacity can't mean to idle all his life gaston with resignation antoinette don't you think you'd find it dull after a time gaston gaston you calumniate yourself my dear antoinette i'm not vain enough to suppose that i can feel your whole existence and i admit that i'd like to see you follow the example of monsieur de montmeyron gaston rising and leaning against the mantelpiece perhaps you want me to fight antoinette no of course not gaston what then Poirier, we want you to take a position worthy of your name gaston there are only three positions which my name permits me soldier bishop or husbandman choose Poirier, we owe everything to france france is our mother Vedley, i understand the vexation of a son whose mother remarries i understand why he doesn't go to the wedding but if he has the right kind of heart he won't turn sulky if the second husband makes her happy he'll soon offer him a friendly hand Poirier, the nobility cannot always hold itself aloof as it begins to perceive more than one illustrious name has set the example monsieur de valchelier monsieur de chasserolles monsieur de montlouis gaston these men have done as they thought best i don't judge them but i cannot imitate them antoinette why not gaston gaston ask montmeyron the duke's uniform answers for him duke excuse me a soldier has but one opinion his duty but one adversary the enemy Poirier, however monsieur gaston enough it isn't a matter of politics monsieur Poirier. one may discuss opinions but not sentiments i am bound by gratitude my fidelity is that of a servant and of a friend 
not another word to the duke i beg your pardon my dear fellow this is the first time we've talked politics here and i promise you it shall be the last the duke in a low voice to antoinette you've been forced into making a mistake madame antoinette i know it now that it's too late berdelet softly to poirier now you're in a fine fix poirier in same tone he's repulsed the first assault but i don't raise the siege gaston i'm not resentful monsieur poirier perhaps i spoke a little too strongly but this is a tender point with me and unintentionally you wounded me shake hands poirier you are very kind a servant there are some people in the little parlour who say they have an appointment with monsieur poirier poirier very well ask them to wait a moment the servant goes out your creditors son-in-law gaston yours my dear father-in-law i've turned them over to you duke as a wedding present end of section four recording by leonard wilson of springfield ohio